Yeah, why don't you have fucking fiber optics up there, bud? Oh, cause I didn't know I fucking won the lottery. It's the fucking fiber optics. If you're if you're hanging out at the Coddy Sunday night, you've hit the jackpot, bud. You might as well just get yeah. the fiber optic internet. Yeah. Hey, we trying to we trying to avoid the internet up here, bud. Then why do you even have it? It's so I can do this bullshit podcast with you. <laughs> I'm glad you convinced your uh, I'm glad you convinced your parents to pay you know a hundred bucks a month just so four times a year, uh, you and I can talk for an hour and a half. It, yeah, it was it was that. real it was real nice of them because of, of, of course they asked if there was like a pay as you go type of internet plan there was not um, would have been perfect that would have been nice eh? I think that would be a nice solution for Northern Ontario wins just like uh, it's it's the contracty type of thing you know how where it's you know you can you can unsubscribe oh. from a Patreon whenever you want and then you can or an OnlyFans either or and then you can resubscribe later like whenever yeah. you want there's no like cancellation type of policy you just can't do it anymore that's for internet or for patreon for yeah that's how like yeah websites like that work yeah no i understand that hmm. Oops. doesn't exist for internet though sorry i'm pouring myself a cold one to enjoy this thing all right let's not spill oh, it's hard doing this with a mic okay <laughs> No mic, no mic, go. No mic stand. Doing no, handheld. No, couldn't afford one. Couldn't afford yeah, one. Yeah, a little handheld. Doing the. Uh, this, is, this is how our ancestors did it when they were recording their first podcast. Right. I've heard that uh, you got the, now you got that one from Liver King, right? Is that whenever he does his podcasts, he always holds the mic, uh, because that's how our ancestors would have done back at the old uh, stand-up club. Does, I feel like you follow him a little too closely. <laughs> I like him. I like. I like the guy. What can I say? I've okay. First what? of all, I've never said. I've never talked shit about Liver King. I just bring him up all the time. Let's just get that out of the I way. Do, what do you think? He's a listener of the show. Like, I, I don't think he's a listener, but I've certainly never talked shit about the man. I'm Why? always talking about how fun. I'm he's always talking about how fun it would be to go uh, full carnivore. You've never said that once. I have been quoted as to have said that before. I, I would. Yeah. I, I well, can find we, you. We a, do this. What? Are the, what do this? Forty hours a week. We're recording stuff. So, and then we just make the best of. That's true, folks. Yeah, that's so. That's what you don't hear. Our editing <laughs> process is f- furious. We are spending. And you cannot believe that it sounds like one conversation all the way through. It is chopped up so Quite hard. Quite frankly, as you know, we're going for the potties and uh, best edits. I think our team here at Two Season Pod truly deserve because yeah, we're we're recording for about forty hours, uh, so eight hours a day for five days of the week, um, and then this a lot, a lot of it not speaking. We're just like, what do you think? It's like, oh, sorry, what? What were we talking about? I'm doing something else. <laughs> yes, it's a lot of that, and our edit, our editing team brings it down to edit. We edit on tape, of course, because we're we're original. <laughs> we're we're not we're original. <laughs> Quentin Tarantino-esque. Yeah, Tar- Tarantino doesn't use fucking Adobe Final Cut. No, he uses scissors from his kitchen. He uses kitchen scissors covered with grease and like little bits of salt and pepper. Here's a here's a kitchen question. When kitchen you questions with Cam. Home, new segment. There we go. Kid, 
Kitchen questions with Cam. Kitchen questions. How hot should Ching. the temperature chop, chop, be? Chop, 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 chop. Ding. Chop, 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 chop. Hey, what if I want my eggs to be runny? Shh. Kitchen questions with Cam. Shh. Teflon's bad for you. Um, all right, moving on. Um, when you cut your pizza, do you use scissors or a pizza cutter? I uh, I can't speak to that. We don't make pizza here. You just never made pizza once in your life. Not not in, not in the last like ten years, probably. Like with your my parents, my parents, my parents like making pizza. Okay, but you do do you? Do no, you I think they they, they pizza? have a they have a pizza cutter, like a pizza slicer. Yeah, that is. I, I find if you have a bad pizza slicer, though, just kills it. That's kind of like yeah, just, if you don't have a sharp one, just like a bad can opener. Kids, oh, yeah. kids at oh, home. The, do you the, still have that one? That w- oh, the one from fucking uh, KW Surplus. I don't. Yeah, Becky, no. Becky better, be, be, better Crockett. What is her name? Becky Crockett. I left Betty Crockett. Uh, Betty Crocker. <laughs> I don't know who Betty Crockett so is. So close. Uh, um, no, put, I, le- I put left- on the bingo card. <laughs> put it on the bingo card, folks. I left that one with you guys at 386 Albert. Um, Impossible. Yeah, I would have kept that with my hardest. Uh, <laughs> Hardest effort. <laughs> you you would have kept it was one hell of a yeah the the most the the best thing you can buy yourself in the kitchen, a good goddamn can opener. Yeah, that knives are pretty good. I would say a knife sharpener really up my game in the kitchen. Yeah, I need either a ni- new knife sharp. I need either a knife sharpener or new knives, and I don't know which way to go. I would go with knife sharpeners first mm-hmm. because they're like twenty bucks, and then be like, all right, if these things are really shot, then upgrade. And go with a corridori set. Now, by you ever talk to someone? It's like a chef, and they're just like, "You need to get these knives." I know they're four hundred dollars per knife, but like, it's so worth it. You're like, I can, I hardly cook. Like, it's, it'll change your life. Um, you ever talk to these people? Yeah, I, I like, I like the chefs who uh, they roll around with their own set of knives. I don't know if you ever seen this. Yeah, just in the back pocket. Yeah, uh, no, they have like it full. It, it's like it. It's almost like they're unraveling yeah, a. Picnic. I know the ones. I know the ones. Yeah. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. So, such inflated egos. Fuck some of these people. Goddamn, we're making macaroni and cheese. You don't need to bring a full knife set. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I get it. I can boil pasta also. You work at fucking Eastside Mario's, bud. This isn't. <laughs> yeah, they're like, I'll cut up the chives. For what? Garnish. Garnish. For the uh, for the bottomless Caesar salad. I'll, ch- I'll chop up the garnish <laughs> for the bottomless Caesar I wonder if Olive Garden's ever kicked anyone out for just like going too ham on that. I feel like they definitely have. You think so? Like, uh, I, I, oh, I feel like you, sure. I feel like you will hear stories about that of a place where, uh, yeah, it's uh, like buffet style or unlimited this or that, and then that person comes in every single week or something. Yeah. I feel like I saw that on well, one of those like- "Look at me, I'm fat" shows where it was somebody had gotten kicked out of like an all you can eat bu- <laughs> all you can eat buffet. Because, and because new show on TLC. <laughs> Look at me, I'm fat. <laughs> By the way, I've been produce. I've been working really hard on this passion project of mine. It's called Look at Me, I'm Fat, and it's gonna premiere on TLC, the Freak Show Network. And we found this husker. We found a halfer, if I can, and they got kicked out of a particular all-you-can-eat buffet restaurant. Don't remember. I don't think it was like a chain or anything like that because it was all you can eat every day, and they would do that three times a week. 
and just and they're just cleaning house exactly you know it's like you know that's why (laughs) that's why best western had to give up the uh continental breakfast did they Nah, because too many of these huskies taking the bags of cereal home with them (laughs) they're taking the they're they're clearing out those little boxes of cereal they're taking them all that those whole metallic trays of uh, uh, scrambled all the eggs. sausages. <laughs> Sorry, I know you were saying yeah. something real. What were you saying, Kim? <laughs> uh, the other day, uh, my dad. Um, ha- what am I saying? My dad and my cousins were up at the cottage with me, and my cousins. I guess they're like my second cousins. I don't fully understand the relationship. They're my cousins' children. Um, they're like nine and eleven. Okay. And then he had bought cereal for them, so I'm like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna have cereal for breakfast because <sighs> I haven't had cereal and." I don't know how many years. And my dad's like, why are you eating cereal for breakfast? I'm like, because I haven't had He's like, it's for kids. I'm like, why is it for kids? He's like, because it has a lot of sugar in it. I'm like, then why are we feeding it to kids? He's like. <laughs> <laughs> and it was one of those like, yeah, I didn't really think through this statement before I started it. I feel like your dad would have been way better off had he said, uh, don't eat it. It's for kids. And you say, why Why is it for kids? And he says, because there's a fucking rabbit on the front. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you would have gotten there. At least that, you know, because I knew these kids weren't eating Shreddies or Cheerios or fucking weed. Uh, yeah, because fucking whatever those weed. Because there's a fucking puzzle on the back of the goddamn box, Cameron. Because <laughs> there's a maze. Eat some eggs like a corona. <laughs> <laughs> you sheeply return to your room with a bowl of <laughs> Fruit Loops. <laughs> was it Fruit Loops? I think it was. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, I was um, so good too. Yeah, I think for my it's birthday, thirty like percent less sugar. It was like still forty grams of sugar. Uh, yeah, I think for my birthday, I'm gonna treat myself with some Reese Puffs. Like I'm already thinking about it now. We're still a few months away on this, but I think if I plant this seed right now, you know, with it'll who? kind of just build Yourself? the anticipation. Yeah, yeah, it's just like building the anticipation <laughs> to myself. Cause I'll eat that shit. I like them. I'll eat that shit with milk. I'll eat that shit dry. It's, yeah, that's um, a good play. Yeah, you know, if 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 I'm if I'm gonna eat cereal, I'm not going to. Uh, oatmeal crisp that's one right something yeah. like that what are you fucking Har- harvest crunch which also by the way has an insane amount of sugar in it. <laughs> it all does it all does cam i've been going um this this is um upper class shit bagel cream cheese and if you salmon. say slice Smoke of salmon, salmon you son of a bitch you son of a bitch. Yeah, I'm yeah, easy there. Yeah, you must you must have fucking struck the lottery or something. I don't know where eating. Let me guess. You go to an establishment Costco called like Panera bread. No, you go to, to Costco get- and you get those like frozen little like thin little slices of them. Oh no, I was thinking ba- no, I was talking bagels. We're I was starting at the ground. Oh fuck, no. I mean that's just uh Discount bin four days old. They say it's dog food. Yeah, you you you've been getting, <laughs> you say I beg to differ. You've been getting day olds on a lot of your food lately. Yeah, I got a thirty percent off steak today for dinner. That was yeah, good. yeah. T bone. It was half eaten. Yeah, right. Like thirty like, percent gone. Yeah. Yeah, it was one of those steaks that you know, like somebody takes a bite of it at a restaurant and they're like, it's a, it's it's not done enough, and then you know the guy has to like make a new one or whatever. You got that that one that wasn't quite well, well, cooked enough. Wouldn't if it was the same, if they said it wasn't done enough, wouldn't they just cook it more? I don't know how that works. <laughs> wouldn't the problem be it would be done too much? And you'd be like, I guess we'll restart. If it's not done enough, they'd be okay. Throw it in the microwave for four seconds. Clearly, you've never been to a nice restaurant, Cam. Yeah, You've well, never I've, had- never, I've never sent food. I've never sent a steak back because I find that's 
a little bit um, pompous for a steak specifically, or just for any dish. I'll throw, I'll say some dishes back. I mean, if my food comes out like pretty cold, I'll be like, hey, like this is this is extremely cold. So, for example, when you when you cam, uh, when your yeah. caviar comes back a little too garlicky, what do you do? A little too garlicky. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. Are you gonna send that I'm back? Probably gonna. Because I know that's no, no, what, that's no, no. one of your first, favorite dishes. My first step is not to send it back. It's to demean the waiter. Yes. So what we're going to do or waitress. is bring him over. Women can, be, women can serve food too. It doesn't just have to be men. I not, mean, not we, women can have shit jobs also. I just want to throw that out there. I like to say, smell it. They go, they put their head in a little bit. I go, no, no, smell it. Smell it. I feel, I feel I really a fart get joke head coming there. on. I feel a fart Boom, joke. Boom, I slam their face into it. I go, does that fucking taste ready? Huh? And they're just in shock. And you go, bring that fucking shit back. Do I look poor to you? And then they send it back. And, s- and that's how you get your point across. That's how you get, and that's how you get a point across, Cam. And you, uh, I, you have the, I, I saw the other day, I was reading through the newest Guinness collection. You have the Guinness record book for most restaurants banned from. I have a lot of one-star reviews on Google. <laughs> you have, yeah, you. it was a simultaneous most restaurants banned and most one-star reviews given on Google. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a big fan of eating out. <laughs> Ayo! Kick it! Continuing tonight on Two Seas in a Pod... 96.7 on your Two C's in a pot, 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 two C's just like two C's in a pot, two C's just like two C's in a pot, two C's just like two C's in a pot, two C's in a pot at gmail.com. Two C's in a pot, episode 122. Cameron Osborne, Camel Claire, he's right there. This is the NPR hour for discussing laxatives in human food. I'm Cam McClare, a scientist. <laughs> he, and he, he's Cam McClare, the scientist. I'm Cameron Osborne, podcast host. This is us, and uh, we're back the dietitian. for another week here. <clears throat> yeah, we're back. It's uh fuck we've been off for two weeks again. This has been a um, God we're losing lo- losing listeners by the honestly here. we're lo- we're losing them. I think uh, we've certainly come. Uh, we're probably down. We're probably down with the just lever. Yeah, this now. whole this whole summer has been you know this uh, wild on the both of us and uh, but but we're you making know, it work. Summer loving had me a blast. Okay. Summer mm-hmm. loving, it happens so yeah, fast. so fast. What else? I'm marrying a girl. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. She's crazy for me. Okay. I'm also marrying a boy. Okay. <laughs> she doesn't know a damn thing. <laughs> yeah. I think that. Yeah, right I think now. that's just hi- hiding a secret marriage and seeing yeah, if they much, on terrible. Much, much like him. John Travolta, you're hiding a secret marriage with a man. Is- is John Travolta doing that? <laughs> Why not? Why not? Right? You heard it here first, folks. We need listeners. Yeah. This is TMZ. <laughs> yeah, that's what they, that's what it is. TMZ here. 
Yeah. <laughs> TMZ, the Canadian <laughs> versions of uh, TMZ. Uh, it's the T- we talk about Travolta's, uh, the cruises of the world. the cruises. Uh, the <laughs> yeah, we got the Elons, uh, the Musks. Yeah, you know the guys. Uh, uh, the Jeff Bezos. Yeah, oh, man, we, yeah, very 30s guys, huh? I'm. We can start I'm, our own station. Uh, <laughs> Harvey Levin. <laughs> <laughs> Which one's Harvey? Oh, Har- no, Harvey Levin, the host. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I think that's two inside baseball. Uh, yeah, we're playing a lot of inside baseball here on the show, so let's play. Uh, let let's let's ex- let's expand the field, as it were. Let's get into the show. Uh, this week's show by first reviewing last week's show. We got some notes. Notes. We got some notes. We got some notes, notes, notes. We got some notes. Cam, um, I would love to, uh, I would love to talk about the Jabberwockies. <laughs> Favorite of the podcast, I think that Cam, we're, we're going to see them for the first time in October when they, when they are at your wedding. They do the first dance. Uh, I hope it's. <laughs> I hope. I hope if they do, it's the original lineup of Gary, Randy, Fi, Phil, Kevin, Joe, Ryan, and Chris. Uh, but to answer our question, there are currently twenty different Jabberwocky crews who perform all over the world. Jabberwockies, not Jabberwockies. yeah, Jabberwockies. Sorry, there, there, there's a lot. There's a lot to say here. It's it's just a hard word to say over and over. Uh, yeah, there are twenty Jabberwocky crews that perform all over the world. You know cruise ships tours here and there las vegas and uh all the original none of the original members are actually a part of any of the current crews they actually are you yeah, serious? I'm serious yeah they so in they were on uh, america's got talent in 2004 so they are kind of even if they were like you know 25 when they were doing this these guys are like 40 now so they all actually serve as choreographers and producers for the whole live show these guys are still in the fucking game they're um, just not see i would be I'd, it'd be so much more fun if they had nothing to do with it they were like that brand got taken from me. Man. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Vice, Vice stole all my IP, and now uh, I'm dancing with my mask off. Yeah, no. The wedding party will be the Jabberwockies, but we'll just do a worse version of them and be like very. Out of yeah, state. it's pretty much going to be people are going to be asking the question because you guys are going to come out in the white masks and kind of b boy clothes, and it's going to people are actually going to be goddamn confused. I think this whole time. Oh, certainly. Because if you weren't there for the 2004, uh, this, this, what is it again? America's Got yeah. Talent. Yeah. Um, if you weren't there for that, do you think the Jabberwockies is a household name? I, th- I, I, uh, that's tough because I think you, there's parts of like pop culture that you either get or you don't to make a reference. It's a reference on just like everything else is. So it's either like it's, you get the reference yeah. or you don't. So it, it's like when you make a fish rhyming joke with your friends, but none of them understand the rhyming joke. Yeah, it has to rhyme at least, you know, like, yeah. Would you rather? Oh, I got, oh, a, got good a good one. one. OK, OK. Yeah. OK, so, yeah, give it to me. <laughs> I mean, there's really not much explaining to do here. Would you rather get a lap dance from Jerry Sandusky? <laughs> 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 or... Go to Mesquabi Lake to see a six foot muskie. <laughs> Perfect joke. Structurally, it rhymes. And oh, I've I've been sending out a lot of texts recently with these. I can go over a few if you want to. If if you want to. <laughs> You've been backlogging them on your note app. 
Would you rather be in a meeting and listen to your CEO shout or come catch a fucking trout? (laughs) (laughs) Would you rather hear another shitty economics podcast or come hear your broadcast? You changed. You used the same word. <laughs> Cast. <laughs> Would you rather talk about the historical impact of the Third Reich or come net a six foot bike? <laughs> yeah, there's some good. I ones. got more. I, baby. Mean, I bet you do. I bet you do. When you write them down, when you have time, when you're th- when you're thinking about them and writing them down. It's the best part of my day is just sitting there thinking. So I was like, "What do you? Do you ever have that when you're like?" Finish having sex with a lady, and she's like, "What do you think about?" And then she's gonna be like, "Oh, you're." She's hoping you're gonna say like, "Our wedding day." You're like, "I'm trying to figure out a rhyme for musky." <laughs> <laughs> Babe, shut up! I'm close. <laughs> I'm close to getting a good rhyme. Shut up. <laughs> what are you thinking about? What's something that rhymes with pike? <laughs> Uh, the jokes never end with that. That'll be that'll be a, a joke that goes on for forty years. It's an all time great. It's an all time great. <laughs> so dumb. I don't know what rhymes with crustaceans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Be get creative. Get creative with that one, folks. Uh, I have one more note though here for you cam i'd love to hear maybe also before we start a little update on uh on siggate 2022 can you remind me what of that course is? uh siggate <laughs> you share a driveway with some new tenants who have been oh, flicking off their siggies i don't i haven't been home in like three weeks okay so nothing's really evolved there i don't like last time i looked i didn't see anything there um but I'll, I'll I'll definitely keep uh, eyes peeled. I feel like I haven't not been home much at all. Yeah, things really rise there because our question was: Do cigarette butts actually disintegrate? Um, and they kind of do and they kind of don't because while the outer paper portion of a cigarette filter will disintegrate, the cotton on the inside um it contains uh chemicals and things that don't disintegrate very well, including cellulose so, acetate. I think the answer is no. Then um, so cell the longest part of the inside of a cigarette butt is cellulose acetate, which would take approximately ten years to decompose. However. Now, there's a big however. Depending on the environmental conditions that you live in, such as the sun and the rain, butts can disintegrate about 38% in two years. So in that, that's more of like a four and a half-ish years. It could disintegrate depending on, you know, extreme heat, water, you know, things decom- things breaking it down and stuff like that. So. so what you're saying is an appropriate response for a cigarette smoker who throws their jars out chill, dude. It'll be gone in four and a half years at a quick. Yeah, rate. if you yeah, as long as they're throwing it into the sun, preferably shade would do it no good. Okay. <laughs> good, good to know. Okay, so oh the other okay so the other day Shane was smoking a cigarette on the way home in the car because he was smoking cigarettes on the way from. He was the smoking ba- cigarettes the all party. weekend. Yeah, Some I know. Um, he was having a ciggy. I know, bizarre because I didn't know he smoked ciggies. Um, but did you hear the cost of the pack? Uh, yeah, it was it was something ridiculous, like seventeen bucks or something, right? Twenty five dollars. Yeah, that's crazy. How do smokers afford to um, 
do anything. I like, think the cost of cigarettes is actually one of the contributing factors to the the kids vaping. Because I feel like back when I was in high school, you could get a pack of darts for like nine bucks. Yeah. And you're like, okay, great. I have a part-time job at Mr. Sub. I can afford one $9 pack of cigarettes. Pack of cigarettes jumps up to $15, $16. You're suddenly like, shit, that's, you know, maybe I can't afford that on your yeah. part-time Mr. Sub job. Right. Unless you're stealing loonies like I did, but hey. You heard it here first, folks. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Sub. So how did you steal loonies? Uh, I would do, it's probably one of like the worst things I've ever done. Um, if a customer was a dick or something and they were paying with debit or credit, I would charge an extra dollar to their debit machine <laughs> and then they, and then like they would this. just tap it or type in their password and then I would take a dollar from the till. That's good. I like and that. And I, I never did it with, you know, the, the, the old lady you know and her girlfriends i never did it for you know okay so it was really only when someone was an asshole or i was just kind of in a mood but he's like i want <laughs> i want cheese on there honky <laughs> yeah oh believe me i got called honky <laughs> so much at um at mr sub um what, what kind of shit would you get like what, what was the bad customer if you were to look back on it at subway or sorry, this is a Mr. Sub. Yeah, yeah. Big we don't difference. we don't speak the other name. Big difference. <sighs> you know what? Just like people who would, like I remember, like I think I remember a, cu a couple customers in particular who were like yelling because either they things they didn't like that we didn't have, or there was like a big line and they were like the last in the line. So by the time it got to them, they're like, "What the fuck?" And you're like, "I'm by myself, dude, and I'm 15." Uh, yeah. You know, like things like that. Just impatient people. Yeah, mostly impatient people. Yeah, um, you know, and kind of crap, kind of crap like that or whatever. So, you know, sometimes okay, that's sometimes that I'd bad. be taking a couple bucks. Gonna... You know, just dollar. It was just dollar. It was just loonies at a time. Yeah, because I felt like that roundup was easier than me trying to add fifty cents to everything. It was just like the total was nine twenty-seven. It was like great. Charge ten twenty-seven. Take the loony. Never yeah, got no, no one ever, ever noticed either. So. I mean, come on. If, if Yeah, I would never pick up on it. Sometimes you look and you're like, does that tax make sense? You're like, I, I don't know, man. I'm always drunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah you're, just all, you're just always drunk. That's the easy way to do yeah. it. Didn't we learn about a guy in one of our segments that would, would brew beer in his stomach and he was always drunk? <laughs> I don't remember that. You don't remember no. that? It's like a deep cut. Yeah, he was like eating bread or something and that like fermented beer in his stomach. Oh, I feel like that might have been an old headline. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Back in the yeah. day. Yeah. So that's a uh, rumor has it it's me. It's me. It's me. No. No, I'm a bush light only. Yeah. What are you sipping? I bought whiskey. Um I got actually I got Miller Lite right now cuz the bush light's not cold. I don't I don't have a camera. Yeah, I'm, I should probably fill up. I got some barn burner whiskey as well. How's that? It's okay. Yeah. I haven't found, like, there's only a few whiskeys I really like. They didn't have any there. It was like a little, it's a town called Wilberforest. I think it's Wilberforce. That's how you pronounce it. Sounds, it has a, sounds like a classic small town Ontario place. 
very small, yeah. like has a diner, grocery store, pharmacy, LCBO slash beer store, um, and then a sea crate, which sells fishing tackle. A sea crate? Yeah. Uh, you know, it's like crates that you put out onto a ship and then you ship them to China. Yeah. It's that, but it has doors open and fishing tackle on the wall. Okay. <laughs> Checks out. Yeah. And then there's an empties return and that's the whole town. I don't know how this thing survives, hmm. but how do I love it? You're there every week. If I could, I would love to be. Okay, Cam, let's, let's give, let's want to give the kids something, a little something here on the show. <clears throat> I feel like we give him plenty. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> you never you never email us. That's a good point, and I'll follow you to the end. Go fuck yourself, listeners. Yeah, you heard it here first. You heard it here first. If you want something, ask for it because you don't. You could. There's a, there's a P.O. box now. We're, we're always yeah, here. Yeah, we're always here. There's merch. We're not, we're, we have... I can't guarantee we're. We have merch for sale now, Cam. You've been you've been working on some new merch uh, options. You want to tell listeners about it? Yeah. So, (laughs) Um, we're working on the um, college branded condoms. Mm -hmm. So, like, if you go to Lori, it's gonna have a golden cock on it, and then it's gonna say "Brought to you by Two Seasons Pod," right? Um, And if you go to UW, it just says "Ooh." <laughs> because, because that's how you. Because that's kind of the sound. You, okay, make me horny. Um, yeah, you know we have uh, the Ryerson Rams, but no longer because he can't say Ryerson. That just yeah, because now they're School X. Like 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 Is that. Did they come up with a name yet? Ah, fuck, it doesn't matter. Just no. not. Yeah. <clears throat> So yeah, that's that's created a bit of manufacturing problem. Yeah, interesting. Uh, yeah, Cam, I, I saw a couple other prototype items that you're working on. It was a T-shirt. It was a nice fitting like V-neck, but it just like in the font of the got milk, you know, like that kind of font, very thin. It just said got cock. Yeah, I don't know why we're so sexual sexual innuendo. If we were to say, like, if we had. Innuendo, not innuendo, sorry, but sayings from our podcast that we could put on merch, what would they be? Kick it. Kick it, yeah. Um, notes, and then in brackets, amendments and amendments. And amendments is spelled wrong because you probably, because yeah. you probably, because if you were writing it, you wouldn't know how to spell it. Brutally, yeah. <laughs> it would probably have some sayings on there that don't make any sense, like, um, don't ride a dead horse. Yeah, something like that. Don't ride a dead horse. Yeah, yeah. Which you shouldn't. You should also shouldn't kick a dead horse. But that's uh, everyone I'm knows sure that. Some other ones. Like I was saying, Cam. Let's give the kids a little. Uh, let's yeah. give the kids a little something. Let's give you our audition uh, this week. Of course, we're talking about a slice of ice. on the beach and it's really hot i think i'm gonna go get a pina colada miami vice it's a slice of ice my miami vice is a slice of ice wearing cool clothes and smoking cigars say hello to my little friend miami vice is a slice of ice my miami vice is a slice of ice
Right. Where every single week, Cam and I recap the uh, adventures of Sonny Crockett and Ricardo Tubbs as they take down the Miami dr- Miami drug scene. Here's a catch. We only have five minutes to do it, Cam. So last week, after last week's cliffhanger, I mean, I guess, yeah, we, we're not going to tell you what happened. Um, but I don't think we even finished it. So we, the- we, we didn't. Yeah. Because if we can <laughs> because, because, because we can someone's recall, bad at reading. Yeah, it was just you could you you could have done better and I think I you know, took four minutes and thirty seconds. Yeah, no, you took like it's not the amount of time that you took. It was just I guess it was. Alt never mind. Uh so we're gonna bring you up to fourteen here, the golden triangle part two, Cam. Are you ready? I'm gonna kick it off. Yeah. Here we go, 5-4, and we open with Castillo on the beach. He walks in the water while maybe a John Denver song plays in the background. But as he dives under, we see his Thai wife emerge, but it was just a daydream. On land, the vice boys approach their captain as he contemplates what to do about his wife being alive. He tells us that she thought he was dead. Uh, the boys want to go find her, but the captain doesn't want to mix his personal life and his work. He eventually caves, so we're off to find Lao Lee. A trail leads us to a Thai whorehouse, I think, where we find Mitten, who was a man who had been consulting with Lao Lee and working with Castillo. Back at the station, the captain and Mitten, um, who's an old colleague, they catch up. He tells us that Lao's opium ring was so large that he was even financed by politicians. Castillo was a cop playing it by the books. He just wanted to stop the crime. But when he asks where his wife is, um, he doesn't know, but he knows where Lao Lee is and he's waiting for Castillo. We even get Lao's number. Uh, we get the story about Castillo. He set up an ambush for Lao's opium ring, so he does have it out for something. After a big bloodbath resulted in Castillo fleeing the country after his house was blown up and he thought his wife was dead. Um, so now the voice boys drop off Castillo so they can meet up with Lao. They have a talk in his car. Lao is telling us that he's retiring from opium um, uh, because since he was so well protected, he's protected by, or since he's so well connected, he's protected by the CIA. He tells us he went out of the game and simply wants to live his life out in Miami. Lao shows Castillo where his wife is and he says, dude, I'm here to stay over at Lao's palace, he tells his large family that Castillo will be on their case and that it's important that none of them break the law at, in any way. Then we see Castillo walking up to a house, the door opens, and it's his wife, Mei Ying. After they have a long embrace, a little boy runs around the corner. That's right, Mei Ying has a son, and she's actually remarried. She tells us she married a man a couple of years after, uh, or a couple of years ago. Her husband works for a textile company, but he had to move to Miami right away if he wanted the job which makes the Vice Boys feel a little suspicious about the whole thing. At a Thai restaurant, a couple of Laos men are talking about delivering 50 kilos of 92% pure opium in the next week. Back at the station, Castillo is sensing some suspicion, so he wants tally, or he wants a, a, tra- a tail, sorry, on every member of Castillo's family. We get a quick montage of the Vice team, expanded, uh, tailing Lao's family. Mitten tells Lao about Castillo and the tail, warning his family to avoid certain shops even because they are actually fronts by people who are laundering money. Cam, we're going over to you. As Mitten leaves, he finds Lee's grandson fitting a musical air horn into his new Lamborghini <clears throat> and warns them about being, soon being so outlandish, but they ignore him. The vice team then have their own meeting over dinner, which Castillo admits that he cannot justify dedicating all this time to just one case and states his retention to return to everyone's regular assignments if nothing breaks in 24 hours. When Crockett asks what that means for Lao Lee, Castillo says he'll handle it on his own. That night, Gina and to find Noogie, an old character, uh, in the strip club and ask if he's any, heard of any drugs coming in from Asia, but he has heard nothing from them. Uh, this is a returning character, so get to know him. Next day, Sweeto and Z-Tech, two other cops, put Noogie at the drive-in burger joint, and after a little convincing, tells him that a supply of China White at a price is right, courtesy of Howie Wong is coming into town. At Howie's restaurant, Lao Lee grandson arrives with a sample of the product for him to test, leaving it with him as a gift. 
the other cops roll up and bust him um, just as the grandson leaves before heading inside and um, bringing Howie in. At the station, Howie tells the vice squad that the deal was going down that night and the team plans to execute a raid at the restaurant and the dealers uh, will be shot down and the grandson is arrested. Afterwards, Castillo goes to Lowley's home and personally informs him that the grandson has been arrested for drilling heroin, kind of as an asset, uh, before arranging for the protection of details of Mao Mei Ying's house. Meanwhile, Crockett and Tubbs go to Menton's place and inform him of the bus and tell him to get out, but the vice cops point out they will only use confiscation protocols or provisions uh, to take all the assets because of the connection with Lao Li and his grandsons. At Mei Ying's house, Castello says Mei Ying and Mei Sek, the troop behind the job offer in Miami and threat Lao Ling's presence and the cooperation the police needed to inform them. At the station, Castello orders the grandson to put back and uh, instead put back in the streets instead of jail to everyone's surprise. Before long, Lao's goons snatch up the new release grandson and take them to a warehouse where Lao Ling is waiting to hear an explanation of what the fuck happened. The instead shows a defiance and demands to know why they cannot start their own drug deal in Dynasty and Lee orders them killed. Uh, Lester orders an execution, hears the execution order on tape, capturing it, and the vice squad move in as the thugs start, uh, as the thugs are strangling the grandson. A gun battle breaks out, pew, in which Lao Lee and Menton and the other supervisor are all arrested. As he is uh, laid away, Menton threatens to call Washington, but Castillo drops the all-American line that this is America, not Asia, and that he's broken the law. Outside, Lally tells Castillo that the old enemies come to know each other very well over the years and that the familiarity comes with respect, even for adverse... Adverse... Ugh. Anyway, uh... Blah, 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 showing... Time! Sh- Fuck! I know how All's I good. <laughs> All's good here, folks! It's all good. Nothing, nothing to worry about here, folks. See you next week. <laughs> next week episode 13 episode 15 i think of uh maybe 16 yeah 15 i think of slice Vice. i hope they made it (laughs) (laughs) we'll never know (laughs) we'll never know imagine imagine we start off and we go and this week's episode's time starts now they they didn't make it last week (laughs) yeah (laughs) sorry all right moving ahead next (laughs) Next segment. Next segment, folks. Looking forward to it, Cam. I guess it'll, it'll be almost time for us to pick a new show. We're coming up on that time. Yeah. Well, yeah. I got a good rhyme. I got a good rhyme for you first. Okay. Would you rather take a weekend course on the art of seduction, or search your tackle box for a weapon of bass destruction? <laughs> oh no! You're getting. Oh no! You've reformatted the joke. Oh no! <laughs> You've opened up the format to interpretation. Jesus, we're fucked now. <laughs> we're fucked. The opportunities are endless. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that was, I another, bought, that was a good one. I bought a uh, lure this weekend that was called the Weapon of Bass Destruction. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. Well, see, I think you, you mostly thought it was funny because it was actually a lure for catching pickerel. Yeah, yeah, haven't caught a damn bass with it. <laughs> yeah, it actually is bass aversion. The yeah, first time, it them. yeah, it scares them away. It's shaped like a lady bass, and they're like, "Nah, I want to hang with my homies." I was I was fishing yesterday by myself, as I normally do, <laughs> as one does. <laughs> as your wife doesn't want to come out with you. 
Yeah. I'm she she she's in us for a surprise this week. <laughs> and this because is because I, she's not with you anymore, <laughs> correct? <laughs> the surprise is that she finally gets to have a normal day. Yeah, she like why normal me, day? She, I'm telling her that we're going on a romantic canoe ride down the river or down the um, lake. Yeah. And I think she's going to be a little bit surprised when I bring in the fish finder and all my tackle. <laughs> <laughs> what really is happening is you will be paddling while I'm fishing. <laughs> I need to go at 1.5 miles per hour the entire time to keep a consistent troll. And you say, well, Shannon, it's either it's either you paddle or you got to grab the trolling motor. So which one do you want to set up? <laughs> she likes that, though. You like the trolling motor? She's going to sit there and... Uh, yeah, I feel like I might have set myself up for a little bit of disappointment because I told her we had two dates planned this week. And I said, well, one's really a half a date. <laughs> Half a date in that it only is fun for half of the people involved. Is that what you I mean? I think she'll like it. We'll have Darla in the boat with us, and still, it's still at going that point though. Ride. Why are you fishing? There's a fucking dog in the boat. Why Let's catch you... a fish? But isn't the dog gonna immediately be distracting the fish at all times? Like no, it's making noise no, and no, dog doesn't bark. Okay. Watch, I'm going to catch... I probably won't catch a damn thing, but hey, it, the, I have a rod holder that just attaches the canoe. So it's just... just. And, and let me guess, that was the best 90 bucks you've ever spent. The rod holder? Yeah. It was like 50 bucks, yeah. Wow. You get it used? Secondhand? No, no. This one's brand new out of the box. Wow. <clears throat> Good one, though. My dad's... He says he's found a trolling motor. I don't fully understand where. I think it's like some guy's house that's trying to liquidate all his assets. Mm -hmm. And it's like buried under a bunch of stuff. And we have to go through a guy named Dale who knows the guy who's moving out. So he told me not to buy a trolling motor because we know a guy who knows a guy who has one. He's going to get it for free. Oh, okay. Yeah. So next time you're up, I'll take you fishing because I know you love it. I love, yeah, fishing's fun. Sure. Catching fish is fun. Sitting in a boat. Even more fun. Yeah, I can yeah. fish. I think a lot of people don't know. Like, I know what to do. Yeah, you never came out with us, though. No. I just, didn't want to? It's just not like... If, if there's, like, fishing and something else to do, I'm probably going to choose that something else because, to me, anything else is better than fishing. Interesting. Like, like your tomato soup theory. Yes. Okay. Fishing Subway and tomato or soup. tomato soup? If I had to choose between Subway and tomato soup, yeah. like, Subway, probably... Okay, tomato soup at Subway or Subway. <laughs> if you're getting soup at a fast food restaurant, your priorities are all out of whack. Where do you Where do you ever buy soup? I, I don't think I've ever bought soup. Like maybe at, a, at like, soup once. Yeah, at a, uh, that's like the fancy soup, right? Yeah, I can't. It's like nine dollars a. Spoon yeah, I will never get soup. Um, the only, the only time I'll get a soup and we can debate about this for the next, well, I mean, we still have about, uh, 17 and a half hours of recording left to do today. We can debate about this. I'll get a lobster bisque, but I guess the question then becomes, am I ordering a bisque or am I ordering a soup? What is a lobster bisque? It's like lobster soup, <laughs> but it's creamier. It's creamier, more like a chowder. Is a chowder a soup? It's just a lobster in some water. <laughs> yeah, it's just a lobster. Kim, Kim, this isn't a soup. It's just a lobster in the water that it died in. 
<laughs> just dead floating. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know, because I guess yeah, is a soup a bisque? Is is a, is a bisque a chowder? You know, I would say. Uh, you know, I would say no. I would say no. I like a chowder. I like a bisque soup. Just I'm, I'm not fulfilled. So are we saying that a soup is broth based? A chowder is cream based? And a stew is tomato based. That'd be a good place to start. That's a good place to start. That was the, off the top of my head. That's a good place to start having the conversation. No, that really is. Yeah. That really is. And then a bisque. I don't really know what a bisque it's is. Like cra- it's, it's also cream based, but I think a bisque is specifically uh, seafood. Okay, so we're saying cream based with seafood. Yeah, pretty much. I think, I think that's what it is. Yeah, not the biggest fan of soups then. I mean, I think Shannon has a weird assumption that I hate like all foods when I don't know where she gets the assumption from because I almost don't. There's very little things I won't eat. I would say sardines, black licorice. Some odd, not much else. Odd specifics, yeah. Black licorice is pretty bad, but you're also never in a situation where that's the only thing to eat. Yeah, but I mean that flavor, right? Like Zambuca. Zambuca is flavor. Another example. Yeah. Yeah, just the yeah that flavor, but like I, I don't really touch that. Um, I mean some fish is just bad if it's not cooked right. Just in, like I had fish that I overcooked yesterday. It was sucked. I'm sure it would. Yeah, I'm sure it would. Yeah, but that's beyond the point. Anyway, <clears throat> let's keep plowing ahead here. Yeah, sure. What you got for me? What time? How much time do we have left here? Yeah. My life. Who yeah, knows? We got twenty four hours. In your, of yeah, time. we have about seventeen hours of recording left. Um, what do I got here? Okay. Um, well, we could do headlines, or we could do Kijiji. I feel like my Kijiji is not great. And on top of that, I looked through my list of Kijijis, and all of them were taken. What do you mean, all they were taken? I make links to my like freaking Kijijis. Oh, so the thing is gone. Yeah. Uh, now I know what they are, but they kind of like they're not that good. That's fine. You can send me yours. I'll I'll listen to yours. <laughs> well, I'll do your thing for sure. I'll do your thing. What do you mean? No, I was being you. Oh, you're playing mine. Yeah. Yeah, I'll tell you about mine. Where they weren't that great though. <clears throat> I had. Um, <clears throat> oh, you're just gonna tell me. We're not playing the game. You're just gonna tell me. I'll, pl- I'll play the game. I'll play the game. Let's play the game. It's called Frankie Gigi. We know how it's played. We know how it's played. Yeah, we you've been in this. You've listened to this podcast for way too long already, so you know how this is played. The classic. We haven't played it. We haven't played in a while. Classic. We haven't played in a while. Are you pitching to me? Well, I'll pitch to you. Okay. Okay. Great. I don't even know where I'm going with this. Sure. All right, Cam. Oh, sorry. Uh, you say, I hey, I I recognize you, right? You're the guy who um, uh, pissed your pants at the shut the fuck up, you misogynist piece of shit. No, I know I, I I can see I could I can see your your big penis. I, I didn't mean I wasn't calling you a woman. I was just saying you pissed your pants. It was an accident. It was dribbles. Yeah, big dribbles too. And they started like at your knee, which was crazy. I got a big old long. <laughs> I, I can see it from here, sir. I've been meaning to talk to you about your the tightness of your pants. Here at this company, we have a certain 
looseness to us that you're not adhering to? I didn't know this was a policy. Yeah, yeah, you signed it on your, uh, remember that intro packet that you saw? Remember that, like, uh, intro company video that we had with Kathy Bates in it? <laughs> where she was like, welcome to, yeah, it was in. It was a part of that video package. We spent 70% of the company budget on Kathy Bates? Well, of course, I mean, I, you're, I'm not, I'm not going to settle, I'm not going to settle anything less for the greatest actress of all time. I, I, the, the CEO's one in Meryl Streep, and I said, she's a slut. And I went straight to, <laughs> <laughs> I went straight to Bates. As you should. <laughs> I over-offered Kathy Bates. I, I do remember this. I do remember this video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's office safety and paper cuts avoidance. That's where you saw it, yeah. And she dressed up in all of her iconic characters from misery to naked in the hot tub <laughs> from, about, don't, don't, from about Schmidt. Don't, don't forget about this uh, American Horror Story where she was <laughs> yes, several things. American Horror Story. <laughs> Which was a great show by Murph Ryany. Yeah, I got that right. American Horror Story, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you did say this this horror story, but yeah, sure. <laughs> this American. <laughs> you're combining. You're combining two things. Anyways, uh, <laughs> it's a long elevator ride. What do you? <laughs> what do you have in my giant dick? Yeah, sorry, sorry. It's just how can you not talk about it when it comes to a room? It's the biggest thing you've ever seen. It's, it's a conversation starter, quite frankly. <laughs> what, what, what are you selling here? Yeah. I'm buying. Yeah, who's selling who here? Who's selling who on this one? <laughs> you, you, you've, you've sold me on your big dick. I'll give you that. <laughs> Did we mix this up? <laughs> I thought you were selling me something. <laughs> the elevator ride. Nice to meet you. <laughs> yes, we've we've met. We've met at this point. We've met at this point. <laughs> Sir, <laughs> sir, I'm gonna need you and your you and your big dick to be a little less excited. Sir, you're not selling me anything. This is professional space. I thought you. Oh, I thought you were selling me something. Uh, let's skip this. <laughs> that, was, that was enough comedy gold. Okay, okay, that's how you play for Uncle Gigi. <laughs> Two guys get an elevator, and they're both dragon dens, but no one knows who's selling you. <laughs> Two dragons enter a room, but no one's sure who's getting pitched. No, I thought you were pitching me on that one. I thought you were pitching me once That's you took on my giant dick. Oh, no, I always just changed the conversation because you called me a misogynist. <laughs> so what do you do when someone calls you a misogynist? Comment on how massive their schlong is, or big their titties, whichever one. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good play. That's, uh, yeah, that's Great your default play. play. It's the old red herring. Yeah. <laughs> you get called a misogynist and then immediately start complimenting someone's hog. Yeah. I like that. I think that's something that yeah. people need to institute in their life, uh, especially on Twitter, too. Mm. Um, let's go. Let's do our other thing that we do, and that is headline harassment on Cameron. Hey. 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 Hey.
hey. headline or asinine. Where we scour the world of uh, headlines and figure out what is truth and what is fake news. I can't. I got the first one for you here. Yeah, give it to me. Sounds great. Um, please say people are pretending to play violin for money. Can you repeat that one? Police say people pretending to play violin for money. People are pretending to play violin for money. Or I did. Yeah. Okay. Correct. Okay. 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 Um. So I'm picturing, you know, so I guess what that is, you know, the the busking, uh, you know, all all industries have taken a hit. You know, there's a labor shortage everywhere. I'm sure there's a labor shortage of skilled buskers. And, uh, you know, panhandling used to once be a uh, a desired art form is now something that even the most skilled panhandlers have found careers elsewhere because they know they're not getting paid. So what's going to have to happen? You know, all of these unskilled uh, musicians are going to have to come in. They don't know what they're doing. They're just pressing play on on their Bluetooth speaker. You know, like they're playing violin. They're rocking out to Ocean Avenue by Yellow Card. They're that one guy who has the violin in a pop punk band because you know he's the cool guy. Why this is a police issue, I'm not too sure because I guess like if somebody gives you money, they gave you money and then it's like the cop can't stop somebody from giving money. And like if it's not a scam, is, is this fall into the realm of a scam? You know, because I think a scam would be like, you know, guy pretending to be blind, asking for money, being like, I'm blind. That's a scam. Somebody like pretending to play violin as you walk past and throw a nickel in there. I guess if you were entertained, you were entertained and that's what you're paying for. Uh, This one's going to be a headline. This is a headline and the police, I don't know which police county is saying this, but apparently this is a national, a nationwide concern. Uh, so I guess this started out with a man <clears throat> in Albuquerque who was playing with a uh, electric violin and had a sign there that said, please help, need food, three kids, I'm a dad, uh, please just give me money. And then as soon as he stopped playing, the music stopped playing, they're like, what the fuck is this? And then the police came by, he's like, I don't. Uh, no, no, no English. No, no. He's like, your sign's in English. He's like, I'm, I'm going to leave. <laughs> then he just left. <laughs> um, so yeah, keep, keep your eye out for next time you see a, um, man playing the violin. Maybe ask him like, stop playing, see what happens. I don't know. There's, there's, I'm sure it's pretty easy to tell. Yeah, folks. Next time you see a violin, uh, p- uh player standing beside a large speaker. This asks them to step away from the speaker for a little bit. You know, next thing you know, next time you see a violin player with a speaker beside them and then a big cable running from the speaker to their pocket. Yeah. And then ask them to play, oh, if you're a real violin player, play Post by Jeff Rosenstock front to back. Yeah, because there is a violin version of that. You know, like you know how he did No Dreams but Ska? There yeah. also is a violin violin uh, kind of like classical quartet version of, of Post. Yeah. Oh, I don't even be- know what violin sounds like. Yeah, yeah. Beating my head against the wall is a beautiful rendition. Be- yeah, I listened to that album the other day. It was the vi- okay. the violin version. I agree. Yeah, it's okay. Just okay. Uh, Cam, I got one here for you. Um, and you might want to listen up to this one. Headliner asks nine. Cam, bride shot in the head at her own wedding in celebratory gunfire. Oh man, hope she's okay. Um, I'm thinking this is in the air shooting kind of thing, like. The, the, 
one way to get a quick divorce is just shoot her in the head right there. But another way is to get your groomsmen to shoot it directly in the air, kind of at the right angle. Boom, boom. Dead like that. I'm assuming that's what happened. Um, I'm calling Texas. Uh, I'm calling uh, revolvers. And I'm calling nine shots for the nine years they've been together. Uh, this is a headline. Cam, shot in the air. <laughs> Cam, this one uh, is a headline here for you. This is actually a story out of Iran, um, in uh, where or where twenty-four-year-old Mavash Lagai, not saying that right, uh, just tied the knot with her husband uh, an hour and a half prior, and uh, guests at the wedding uh, wanted to mark the occasion by shooting guns into the air. And guess what happened? She, well, the first, the first shot. The shooter uh, that the sh- that the that the guest fired into the air with an unlicensed hunting rifle. First shot went great. Pew! Everyone's high fiving, jerking each other off. It's great, but that second shot, oh, he got greedy because that second shot went straight straight to her dome, uh, killing her instantly. There was a third oh, shot. Killed her. Yeah, wow. there was a third shot which actually uh, hit two other male guests here at the show. Or here at the wedding, sorry. Uh, police arrived at the scene to one deceased bride and two injured um, other patrons. Uh, the the police officers are um, striking this up to crowds and quote poor control of the weapon. Is that not manslaughter? Uh, yeah, I guess technically. The shooter, who was a cousin of the groom, he fled the scene. Uh, he was apprehended by police shortly there after. Yeah, that would be what I think is known as manslaughter. Um, yeah, even if it's a bride, it's still considered manslaughter. Yeah, of course. Uh, the police said they will take tough action <clears throat> against this man for breaking these rules uh, that cause any disturbance of the public order. Um, you know, this, that, the other. Shooting is banned at weddings in Iran. You heard it here first. And that's Iran, folks. Yeah, not not. Interkip, Ontario. Not fucking, yeah. Uh, headliner asked on Cam. Hong Kong's annual food expo bans eating food. Yeah, who knows what the hell's going on over there in Hong Kong and China. Um, I feel like it's a very secluded part of the world news-wise, and we have no clue what's been going on with them over the last three years. And, uh, you know, I think I think the part of the food festival, I, I think I can just see exactly what it would be. You know, it would be because you got to take the mask down to eat, and then that mask down is the problem. Because they're still not, they still don't do vaxes, or they have, like, their Chinese vax, which isn't as good or something. Uh, they've got a whole other situation over there, which is just why I believe that you are trying to pull one over on me on this one. Uh, because it sounds too good to be true, Cam. I'm going to say this one's asinine. This one is a headline, and you, you kind of nailed it exactly. Mm. Um, for some reason in Hong Kong, they still record how many daily infections there are. Uh, Duck Ford did the old version of don't count, don't tell. Um, so while I'm sure we're just spreading that shit like the, uh, like the plague, uh, f- I have no idea how much it is. Apparently, China has a zero COVID policy, um, and they've been restricting some of the most severe restrictions for the last two years. Mandatory quarantine for overseas travel, ban on group gatherings of more than four people in public places. Like, that's fine. Yeah, they'll they'll have, like, three cases and then ban a city of 10 million people. Yeah. Like, like here, yeah, yeah, me and all my friends catch it, and we're like, let's not stop doing what we're doing let's go to the fucking cotty boys yeah, let's go to the cotty boys invite your pals up heading up to the fucking rippers let's go yeah 
Was was that oh, it? That was, that was it. Yeah, that's it. That's, okay. I mean, it's just like a COVID, a shitty COVID story, yeah. really. Uh yeah, that's too bad. We're less, we're where our hearts are with you, Hong Kong, Hong Kong. Even though there is a less than zero percent chance you will ever hear this, <laughs> and that anything that I could ever do could refl- could help anything in any capacity. I just want you to know that we're with you, Cam. I got I'm, here for you. I'm I'm against you personally, but anyway, go ahead. Yeah, hugely controversial. We're banned in China. Isn't it amazing? Yeah, and but allowed in Hong Kong, which is crazy. Yeah, you think we're we're on the dark web? Yes. Moved on to the dark on web. We now or whatever it's called. Oh yeah, are you dark web in these WeChat. days? WeChat. What's that? No, I've never. I've never uh, WeChat is the biggest I think, platform in China. For oh, is it like China Facebook or China WhatsApp or something? Some bullshit like that. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. It's where I get my nudes from. Yeah. <laughs> Your male nudes. Okay, I'm going here for you. Are you ready for this? Check. Check. Um, uh, Cam, headliner last nine, man serves his friends tacos made from his own amputated foot. Oh, that's such a classic party prank. Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this one's a good one. I mean, that's such a funny thing at the bonfire where it's like, those tacos are really not making me feel good. You're like, yeah, did you notice that I... I haven't been able to find my right shoe for a while. And you're like, what, what do you mean? You're like, I amputated my foot today. <laughs> <laughs> today. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty fucked up, though. Um, oh, to- boy, it's got all sorts of fucked up. Ended up cutting off my fucking foot, serving to my fucking friends. Yeah, what happened to your foot in the freezer, Craig? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Why did you put your foot in the freezer, Craig? I don't know. Um, but I think this one, I think if you amputate a body part, they don't let you keep it. I think it goes to the old um, biological waste drawer. But maybe it's if it's a foot. I mean, hell, I'd like to keep my hand if I got it chopped off and maybe like cellophane. I don't even know. Yeah, I don't. I just don't think I'd like to keep it. I'm going to call bullshit on this one. This is asinine. Okay, and this one's asinine. I made it up. Yeah, can you eat? I mean,. Foot and tacos don't go well together, Kim. That's what really blew me off. No, off. no, no. What it really was is uh, today, earlier this week, I thought of uh, my, my joke I was saying to myself was fajitas, which were like fajitas served with foot meat. And then I, nice. uh, you know, then I was like, yeah, let's see if we can spin this. <laughs> let's, see, let's see if we can get uh, Fox News to pick this up. Yeah, there we go. Fafitas, everybody. You heard it here first. Fafitas. All right, uh, headliner asinine. Simone Biles mistaken for a child on flight and offered a coloring book. That's funny. Uh, yeah, Simone Biles, a uh, very well decorated um, uh, former uh, student of Larry Nasser, correct? That's what I know her for. I think she's <laughs> most famous for. Uh, but then she's also super famous for being in Tide commercials and being like four foot nine. I feel like she's the height that you're not technically a little person. She is that like perfect. She's like the half an inch taller than if she was ever sure. Yeah, who knows? She's probably like four six for all we know. Um, but offer on a plane offered a coloring book. Like I understand that people wouldn't know who she is. You know, I mean, a gymnast, or sorry, a former patient of Larry Nasser. You know, it's not like it's not like the biggest claim to fame. Uh, but I feel like if she if this woman's being offered a coloring book, this is all her fault. 
Because of her as a like 20, probably 6, 27-year-old woman, if she's giving off the vibe that she's a child, she's wearing the wrong clothes or she's not doing her hair properly. And yes, I do mean to comment on a woman's physical appearance. So what could she be wearing that would make somebody think that she's a kid? I'm picturing hair and ponytails. Uh... <laughs> Um, uh, bad lip gloss hastily applied yeah. to like all what, around her Peppa mouth <laughs> she's watching Peppa Pig on an iPad that has like a thick rubber case so she can't drop anything on it uh, maybe like a piece of candy stuck in her hair all these sorts of things <laughs> <laughs> reaching for the coloring book yeah 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 <laughs> Honestly, honestly, I, I, honestly, I think the real part of the story here is that the uh, the stewardess was just walking past the aisle with coloring books, and Simone Biles said, "Me want coloring book," while swinging her feet, unable to touch the ground. Yeah, unable to touch the ground, swinging her feet, be uh, the beginning moments of a temper tantrum. So the stewardess, who's now getting a bad rap for this, he got fired by the way. Um, <laughs> he very quickly was like, "Oh, you know, take this, take this," and then um, uh, she was quoted by saying. Thank you. Uh, so, a <laughs> so a lot of problems here. Uh, this sounds a little too good to be true, though. This is ass nine. This is a headline. Fuck. Um, so I, I tried looking this up while you're talking because uh, you did mention there was an absolute hype for it. She's four eight, and then I looked up that uh, LPs, little people, are four ten and under. But then I tried to Google, is um, Simone Biles a little person? But that didn't really come out with anything. Um, so I don't know if she is or not. I, I think she. I, I think we just need to stop seeing her as anything other than a, than a Larry Nasser patient. Yeah. Um, anyway, so yeah, she was on a flight. From <laughs> patient. <laughs> patient. Of Larry Nasser, excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyway, she's on a flight coming back from the White House where she got her Presidential Medal of Freedom. Like, holy fuck, America. Can we just stop with this bullshit? The Presidential Medal of Freedom? Also, because there's like, there's like a thousand of them. Like, there's not like... I know. If there was one every five years, yeah, that makes it prestigious. But you, give, you were giving one to athletes now? The Who's presidential next? Presidential Medal of Michael Freedom. Jordan? Dude, you know what pissed me off? Rosa on the Parks? Wall what? at the arena, they have Larry... Oh fucking man! Two Hall of Famers, um, something Stackhouse and another guy. Two guys in the Hall of Fame on their wall. They painted it, and then they put Matthew Shane there, and everyone's like, "Oh, okay, that's good." Like Matthew Shane's a good player, and then they put uh, Cody Hodgson. It's like, okay, he never really panned out, and then they were like, "We also had this Olympian who was in the Olympics," and it's like, "Oh, okay, I've never heard of her," and the CFL player. Oh, okay. And this other CFL player, like, okay, we're real. We just gotta stop painting people on this fucking wall, guys. Like, <laughs> especially paint the hockey players on the hockey wall. Paint the fucking football players on the football wall. Yeah, we can have stupid. more than one wall, Huntsville. Well, now wait, we're wait, at where like, is it? Not the, all, all the all the panels are taken. So if like anyone does come out, are we just gonna replace the Olympian? I think so. I've never heard of this lady. Next thing we know, the next fucking Connor McDavid coming out of Halliburton. We're fucked. Yeah. Yeah, you're looking at him right here, bud. And my draft year is next year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oldest draft picked ever, Guinness. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's I'm not it's not dead yet. Um, anyway, so 
Uh, she was coming back from her uh, where she, the White House where she got this presidential medal of freedom, where the fuck that is. And then she was offered a coloring book by the flight attendant. Um, all, oh, and then also offered an alcoholic drink after the coloring book because she said, no, ma'am, I'm 25 years old. And then posted a sassy tweet about it. She says, not the attendant, which doesn't actually make sense, which makes you think maybe she actually is a child dressed in, just in a person's body. <laughs> <laughs> So she's doing a reverse two kids on the shoulders to be an adult. She's doing a reverse. Yeah. She has dreads and is wearing like a Supreme hoodie. And it's like, oh, you're so cute. She's like, I'm 25, but she's actually like nine. Um, oh, she's not, doing an orphan type situation. I've read, I've read this tweet like five times and I don't think it makes sense. Not the flight attendant trying to give me a coloring book when I'm bored. I say, no, I'm good. I'm 25. I don't think that's a sentence. I'll repeat it again. Yes, please. Not, not the flight attendant trying to give me a coloring book when I board. I say, no, I'm good. I'm 25. I, I think, think you're. No, I think I you're think, 14. I, I, I think the first part of that sentence is like, you know, it's almost like she's saying, she hopes it doesn't happen. Like, oh no, not the flight attendant giving me a coloring book, and then it's like end of thought. Next thought, I'm 25. I don't know. I think she's actually 14. Yeah, she could be. I mean, I'd buy it. I think all the gymnasts are probably 14. Yeah, maybe 10. <laughs> Start having diapers. Start them in diapers. Look at the balancing. Start them in diapers. I've thought about that before. Cam, are you ready here? Yep. I got one here. I'm for you. Headliner asked nine. Spots at the front of the passport office line are being sold for $80. Oh, I'd buy that any other week. Doesn't, uh, don't you have to take like seven days off work right now to get a passport? Yeah, you have to take a week and a half off work. You have to camp. That's why I need. That's why I was asking you about that tent, because I need something that's going to be durable enough so I can uh, make it through the elements. Yeah, I mean, when, when I don't fully understand why the uh, passport officers are so busy, is it because they can't employ people? Is it because they're bad at their job? Is it because everything's done through paper still and faxes and snail mail? Like, well, we're in a digital age. Like, this shouldn't take so fucking long. But hell, I might be the guy offering 85 bucks at this point because I'm sure that, that option is going to get taken pretty damn quick. And Cam, I bet you're thinking about it. I bet you're thinking about it. That's a headline. Cam, this is a headline here for you. So this is actually a story out of the passport office out of Mississauga where um, a man, Jeffrey Ma, was standing in line and saw a group of young people selling their spots in the front of the passport line, uh, leaving all the waiters in the line behind uh, quite pissed when people jumped the line. So here's what would happen. They even had a little sales pitch. There is four people standing towards the front of the line. Four other people were scattered out about the line and walking up, telling, telling uh, people waiting, you're never going to make it in. It's going to take I so like long. That. You're never going to make it in. Do you want to pay that guy $80? You can take his spot. Do they leave the spot as soon as it happens? Yeah, that person leaves. And then it's a, it's a direct one-for-one one exchange. Perfect. Free market um, at work. The police have been notified on the issue, but they're unclear if anything actually illegal is happening. Um, because since all financial attraction, financial transactions seem to be voluntary, they're just replacing one person with another. Uh, this kind of, this is kind of like the thing, like the scamming your violin thing that we were just saying. Like if you give somebody money and nothing bad happens, quote, like, is that allowed? 
Well, Shannon tells me she gets calls all the time where people are like, I've transferred forty grand over to some guy on the internet because he said it was a CRA. It's like it's because you're serious? fucking stupid. Oh, she gets oh those yeah, all the time. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, that always sucks. And that's what that's how she answers. My favorite answer she gives is when they say they call her. Go, There's been a robbery at my house. They go, Is there a threat of violence in the house? They go, No. They go, Is the person there? They go, No. They go, then it's not a fucking robbery. It's a burglary. You idiot. Yeah, yeah, the Waterloo police—they've uh, actually started. They're very they, aggressive. They had this new—they had this new kind of campaign where they kind of school the people. On, yeah. um, Do you even know what a robbery is? There would have to be a threat of violence and a person in the house. That yeah, and they're very blaming them. Like this is your fault. This is happening. Yeah. Are you hurt? Good. Yeah, a lot of <laughs> are you hurt? Good. Are you scared? Should be. <laughs> I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you. A lot of that. I know where you live now that you called here. You think this is 911? You messed up the number. This is 912. I get I get these calls all the time. 911 forwards their calls directly to me. <laughs> I'm sitting nude with a knife against my penis. You know? I'm the, like, I'm the real danger. I'm the real danger. Uh, yeah, they're, yeah. Getting, they're getting some. Jeffrey they're Dahmer some was heat. scared of me. <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey Jeffrey Dahmer's my bitch in bed. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have Jeffrey Dahmer here. We I just did, did banged him. Yeah, he's dead. Hot. Good. I, oh, where were we? Oh yeah, something about Simone Biles. Moving on to uh, violins, and then to uh, the your headline that wraps it up quite succinctly. Cool. Cam. Nice. Okay. <laughs> um. All right. Let's get to our last thing because we are already. I'm getting close to sleepy time, and I still got to upload this shit. Um, all right, Cam. Um, plug it or shrug it. 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 Send it to me. We're going to plug or shrug it this week, Cam. We're going to plug something on my side. We're going to plug a band. <clears throat> a band I never heard before until earlier this week. They're called Telethon. The album came out. It's called "Swing Out Past the Bre- Swim Out Past the Breakers." It's pretty good. It's pretty good. What kind of music is it? Sounds like it's sound like they the guy sings like modern baseball, but the music is a lot better, and the m- musicians are clearly a lot more skilled at their instruments. Okay, I'll I'll give that a shot. Text me that one. I'll give it a listen tomorrow. They only, they only have twenty four hundred monthly views on Spotify or monthly listens. That's big. That's, That's big. nothing. Yeah, Vin Diesel's pulling in a hundred, and he has two songs. He has a hundred. Oh my god! Well, I mean, half of them are me. I hundred thousand. I created fifty thousand Spotify accounts just so I could continuously listen to Vin Diesel's music. You love that shit. I see. They're two. They're good songs. What can I say? Um, what am I? I had so many like shrugs and plugs this week, but I didn't write them down. Oh shit! Um, because you were too busy writing down your fucking fish jokes. Oh, so many good fish jokes. I just, I, there's you, I gigabytes. Got more. There's gigabytes of 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 doc yeah, files. That, it's amazing. The data is just, it's too much. You had to buy a new hard drive. Are you? Do you hear the rain right now? It's pouring rain where I am. No, I got nothing. Okay, good. I don't want to distract the uh, the listeners. Um, what am I gonna plug here? Um, oh yeah, uh, I'm gonna shrug it actually. Uh, Teflon pans. Uh, apparently, Dupont had a giant lawsuit where. Teflon, which is C8, 
caused a ton of cancer in everyone who worked on it and pretty much 98% of people have the C8 chemical within them which has cancer causing um, problems to it as well as like deformities and birth rate defects but they just kind of paid their way through it in the early aughts so don't use Teflon pans look into this this is a something that, that could cause cancer in you Teflon's a Sorry. brand right Teflon is just a chemical that a goes on pans. Yeah, it's just a material that goes on pans. But really bad for you. Like, really, really bad for you. But D- DuPont just paid their way out of it. Wow. And when I mean paid, I mean like hundreds of millions of dollars in court. Wow, so now what do we have to do? I don't know. Ceramic, I think, is the play. Ceramic pans? Yeah. That's going to crack immediately. No. Okay. I don't know, man. I don't know what we're supposed to do anymore. Just die, I guess. Yeah, so, wh- but, so what you're saying is don't get cancer from the Teflon pans, but get cancer from all the other shit. Yeah, just smoke cigarettes like a fucking just Smoke cool cigarettes guy. with no sunscreen like a real man. Yeah, <laughs> on the beach. <laughs> on the beach. Yeah, that's, that's badass, man. Wear your fucking... Remember my shorts that stopped saying Speedo on them? <laughs> no. Yeah, the, uh, the S and the S ripped off okay so it said pedo <laughs> and then one of the other e's ripped off so it just said pedo yes it actually that is what happened yeah that that's actually like it's not it's 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 on your record damn it like it's on there that was probably one of the first things shannon did when you guys started dating she she searched you up in the database and saw arrested for wearing pedo speedo pedo swim trunks at children's park there's no laws against it. I looked. Technically not. Technically not. It's just like the violin. Um, <laughs> Thanks for listening, right. ladies and gentlemen. That's the end of the show here. You can rate, review, like, subscribe. The show is everywhere. We'll be back definitely next week. I think we'll be back next week. Maybe. <laughs> Fuck you guys. We don't know. Uh, but that's all. That's all we're gonna do. We'll be back. Stay next tuned week with Miami Vice and all the normal fun. Crystal is here next week. Oh, Delia um, coming back. Uh, never forget, people, next time you play 18 holes of golf, remember the only reason it's 18 holes is because the first course ever only had space for 18 holes and everybody else followed suit. I'm Cam LeClaire, signing off. Take care, folks. Continuing tonight on Two Seas in a Pod. 96.7 on your... Two C's in a pod, 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 two C's in a pod